Corgis kasi these are herding dogs. Okay? So if you think about it, mayroon talagang mataas chance na mag-herd sila. And baka ito rin yung mag-cause ng pagiging territorial nila. Hey guys, you're listening to The Dog Behind the Human with me, your host, Dog Coach Francis. Today we'll be talking about questions that were sent to us using our online platform. So we have Facebook, we also have our Instagram, and of course our YouTube channel. So you can check that out. So we're going to be talking about those questions. What are the questions that we gave us? What are the cases? So we're going to give example ng mga previous cases na handle natin. Of course, I'm I'm going to be choosing random questions or yung mga issues na sinasubmit sa atin. Hindi naman dito naging client ko, pero again, we get these questions. Uh, some of the questions that I'm, I'm going to be talking about are actually real cases na sinob natin. So that's going to be really interesting. So you might be wondering, Coach, ano ba yung mga questions na natatanggap nyo on a daily basis. Kung tutuusin, daily basis, ang dami-dami. Pero lately, ang karamihan talaga is aggression. Now, dogs are now becoming aggressive and a little bit reactive. There you go. Alright. So, ano, importante naman na malamad din natin na ano ba yung mga pinagdadaanan na problema ng mga ibang kabarks natin, okay? So what are those issues that our friends who also are dog lovers having troubles with? And uh, that's why you need a professional. And then do we want to have them trained in a positive manner or in a, how would you say, aversive manner? And if you've been following the podcast, we have been advocating for the use of positive reinforcement or positive training and of course for our side our branding we call it force free training kasi yan ang pinopromote ng karamihan ng ating mga colleagues or yeah colleagues in the industry okay so of course we're talking about our friends uh, other trainers who is also based in Australia UK Australia United States and all over the world And during our past episodes, we have been interviewing those trainers. So if you're if your first time to the podcast, you might want to check out our podcast on uh, Spotify. And of course, this is in partnership with Podcast Network Asia. And we are powered by Podmetrics. There you go. Also, a quick shout out to everybody who's just tuning in on our Facebook page. By the way, we're recording this live with our Facebook page. So hello to Daryl. Then, there's uh, a comment dito. Let's see. Teka lang. Tignan natin sa comment niya. Let's check our comment section. Balance or positive only training on GSD. Uh, baka ito na question niya, no? Pero hello muna sa'yo. Darren, we'll get back to your question later. And then we have Kana Shimoda. Hello, Kana. And of course, meron akong ditong kabatchmate from Bosco Terlac. It's Nikki Boy Sangil. Thank you for tuning in, bro. All right. So we're going to be talking about those cases. And guys, if you are tuning in, you can actually ask me a question live. Just comment on our comment 
box below. Okay. And um, I'll make sure to read it and then make sure that we answer your questions. All right. Yeah. So, Kanina, I was playing a little bit of music, of course, on our podcast. Hindi natin, uh, once it's uploaded on Spotify, hindi natin pwedeng i-play yun. Kasi makakopyright tayo. Pero I was, uh, I was a fan. Hindi naman fan. Pero I was really interested with a show from no, from Netflix. Sumikya, especially during the lockdown period, um, the first few months. I'm not sure if you, you, you saw this. Pero uh, the show is called Tiger King. And it's really interesting on how much they're spending money. Tapos, meron pa nga isang ano eh, sumikat na nakanta doon. Yun, I saw Tiger. So, isa yun doon sa mga gusto kong antaw dito. Pinapakinggan. Which I think is kind of cool. Hindi naman siya, ano, ganun kaganda. I just find it interesting. Kasi pasok ng pasok din naman with what we do. Pero dun sa show naman, and I encourage you to watch that. Ang protagonist natin doon is si Joe Exotic. And this is this dude. Sabi nga eh, he is a southern cap-carrying, mullet-haired, gun-carrying, yeah, cat lover. When you say cats, these are big dogs. No? So I encourage everybody to try it out. Go on Netflix and then search for it. It's a wonderful documentary about how, what's going on about the tiger rescue, uh, and, you know, big cat rescue, and you have crazy Carol Baskin. So it's Carol Baskin. And it's just really, really interesting. I mean, I got hooked. When we were watching that, and I completely recommend that show. Yung nga lang, ang konting problem doon is hindi masyado na-highlight yun, yung mga tigers. I got interested with the tigers. Pero um, instead, the documentary was really more on the the politics, the crime, the animal abuse uh, that's going on. And uh, ano, I think it's really reality na people can get obsessed sometimes what they're fighting for or what they believe in and nagkakaroon tayo ng mga confirmation bias and that is something na naturally occurring and then can ruin the animals parang minsan by the end of the day ang uh, may problema is yun ano na yun well ang affected is yun hayop so the same way na when we're promoting positive reinforcement ang, ang binabantayan natin dito yung kapakanan ng aso on how they are being treated. And of course, there's still a lot of politics involved. And even when it comes to well, dog groups, hindi naman nila lahat. Pero there is always politics. I think as long as there are people involved, there will always be politics. But we're not going to be talking about politics in this podcast. We're just going to be concerned about our dogs. I've been in this industry for more than 10 years and Sometimes nagugulat din ako sa mga nangyayari. And I think there is something that needs to be done. Pati yung mga ibang groups na nangyayari, nagiging bentahan na lang ng mga puppy milled na aso. So, nagiging normal na yun mali. And hindi ibig sabihin normal na yung isang bagay na ginagawa. We can keep doing it. Okay? So, we need 
to correct ourselves as a society. As dog lovers, dapat we need to educate ourselves then. And uh, hindi ako magmamalinis. I'm not perfect. Yeah, coach, uh, you're a dog trainer. Um, well, kahit na dog trainer ko, aminado ako. And again, if you've been listening to the podcast from the previous episodes, nagugulat pa din ako doon sa amount ng information na pwede kong matutunan with other trainers. Okay, especially yung mga trainers from overseas. Uh, yun din yung mga goal natin is to get more people listening to the podcast, probably reach more people, and um, hopefully we grow our community. All right, Neil Tan is watching. Thank you so much for tuning in. All right, so we're going to be talking about yun sa mga cases. All right, so tingnan natin dito. So siguro, gagawin natin, i-check muna natin isa-isa kung ano yung mga uh, background ng ano ng ng aso and then we're going to be talking about the issues and then ang marerecommend natin okay so syempre uh, anonymous yung mga pangalan all right so ito tingnan natin so sumulan muna natin so ito all right so we have uh, our first case ang pag-usapan natin ngayon uh, we have a beagle mix all right And two years old na siya. This is a male dog. Male beagle mix. And yung case niya, sabi niya dito, marks within the house even after trying to housebreak him and is very loud when asking for food, possibly due in part of his breed. All right. Well, ano bang kas, anong gagawin natin dito? Okay, so... Unang-una, yung doon sa marking behavior ng aso, there's a lot of factors that you have to consider. So one is the age of the dog. Siyempre, kung bata yung aso, what's gonna happen is they have such a small bladder and they are trying to hold it in. Pero kung hindi rin naman sila naturuan how to hold that in or maybe you don't give them an opportunity to go and pee in a proper spot, then chances are they will just pee everywhere and then it becomes a habit. So what do we do with this part? Well, what we want to happen is we actually want to take the dog out every hour. At least yun ang ginagawa ko. Meron kasing formula that's circulating around the internet na parang you have to, you have to check the dog's age. Kunari, four months. And then you you add one or two. Tapos ganun daw kahaba. No, bago lumabas yun. So, pero uh, that's not working for me. Um, second, very basic, whether what age your dog is, every hour, kailangan niya lumabas. Yun yun. Alright? So, kailangan lumabas. Hindi pwedeng bawal lumabas. Kasi kailangan lumabas yung aso, and you give them an opportunity to pee outside. So, that's going to be one thing about potty, potty training. And we get this question a lot about potty training. It's really simple if we're talking about it, like how I'm explaining it to you right now. However, people are lazy. And most pet parents are lazy. They don't want to do this. So, do you have a uh, Yaya? Maybe you can ask Yaya. You have your smartphone, alarm it every hour or every an hour and a half maximum. Take your dog out and bring your dog out to your designated potty spot. Pero sabihin na, hey, I'm busy. Well, what are you going to do? You should not have a dog if you're that busy. If you cannot commit, then you will just continue having that dog peeing and pottying anywhere that they seem appropriate 
because you never really gave time. And then, of course, sabi dito sa question is, my dog is very loud for asking food. Why is that? Well, I mean, again, um, at some point, when your dog was barking and you saw your dog you're probably eating, your dog was barking, bidding the mo ng pagkain. And the dog just made an association that, hey, whenever I have my humans eating, and then I can just go bark, and then you try to ignore the behavior, eventually you give in, you give a treat, or you give food, then they're going to bark. Now, it's different, man. There are some dogs din naman na who just goes crazy when it's food time. Parang it's meal time. It's really actually their meal time. And then they're noisy. Well, that is normal. Kasi they get excited because it's feeding time. And normally, for an adult dog, two times a day lang sila kumakain. At least yun yung best practice namin. Pwede bang three times? Pwede. Pero, again, you have to probably just adjust the proportions of the food that you're giving. And there you go. Tapos, if you want to stop the barking, then do not give the food when they're barking. What you want to do is what we call counter conditioning. Okay? Kung sa mga bata ito, meron ibang tawag dito eh. It's we, what we call reverse psychology. Yan. So parang nire-reverse psych mo daw siya. Okay? So the same way na if you do something wrong with your spouse, tapos, ito na-experience ko ito. Pag meron ako nakalimutan, kung nari, nakalimutan ko buksan yung faucet kasi washing machine, ah, hindi magra-run ng hindi nakabukas yung faucet, diba? hindi ako napapansin. So, that's that's punishment, di ba? So, ayun mo na mangyari yun. So, reverse psychology lang yan. It works for humans, di ba? It works for me. So, why would it not work for the dogs? Pero basically, kung tutusin, ganun naman talaga. Okay, so uh, what drives behavior are the consequences. And ang nagturo sa atin yan is si father of behaviorism, si Skinner, B.F. Skinner. All right. So, sige. So, that's uh, my answer. Next, uh, let's have another case. Corgi. So, we have a corgi. And 16 months, yeah, nung binigay itong question na question sa atin. It's a male corgi 16 months. Never been neutered. Okay. All right. And this is the the case. Okay. Territorial marking. Territorial marking everywhere, including inside the house. Jumps on people. Jumps and paws at screen door. Destroying it. Doesn't follow on the leash. Tries to drag the person where he wants to go. All right. You know what? Corgis are super cute, and we've had a lot of corgi students for the past couple of years. And napapansin namin talaga, maybe because they're really cute, all right? Maybe you're a corgi owner. Hey, you know what? We want to have our own corgi. Pero it's really important that, well, uh, again, if you know me by now, uh, we want to get it only from reputable breeders. Ngayon, ang problema is how do we find those reputable breeders? Saan natin sila hanapin? And mahirap talaga. That's why you have to do your uh, research. You have to just really Google the hell out of it. Minsan meron problema yun si Google eh, no? So Google will not give you thorough answer kasi pwedeng siya rin yung magbigay ng bad 
source, di ba? Just because it's the internet. Hindi ibig sabihin maraming followers sa Instagram, reputable na yon, Okay? Kasi baka magaling lang talaga silang mag-market. Okay? Maraming kasi yan eh. So, ang daming breeders, ang ginagawa pa ng mga ibang breeders is bibigyan nila ng mga celebrities o mga ibang high-profile na tao. Bibigyan nila ng ng dog para i-promote yung kanilang kennel. Well, ayoko na magsalita. Pero sabihin ko sa inyo, kailangan nyo talaga ng, ng research doon. Okay? And a lot of trainers will tell you. Meron nga minsan na usap ko, sabi niya, well, it's easier talaga if you get good genes. Yun muna. Alright? So, anyway, dami natin pwedeng pag-usapan dyan. Totoo lang. Alright, so territorial... Ang comment natin dito, because you have an older dog, and this not this does not apply to all dogs. Pero if you have a territorial dog, you think this dog is territorial, and it's a male dog, and it's an adult, you might want to consider neutering. Okay, so that lowers the issues for marking and possible reactivity or aggression or too much testosterone in the dog's body. And the best person to ask about your options for neutering is your friendly neighborhood vet. What are the possible risks, pros, and cons of neutering a dog? And we're talking about this male dog, okay? So dito sa Corgi, usually kinatanong ko kasi kung saan nakuha yung breeder, no? Saan nakuha yun? Aso na breeder. And again, Corgis kasi these are herding dogs. Okay, so if you think about it, mer talagang mataas chance na magherd sila, and baka ito rin yun ano magkos ng pagiging territorial nila, and then uh, the jumping up and then the paws or screening the door. Again, these behaviors has been introduced, and then the dog just learned na hey, I get rewarded. Maybe if I try to destroy this door or try to force it open, I can get to go out. And maybe that's what's going on. And we have to just find a way to maybe stop the dog from doing the behavior in the first place. You may want to block or puppy-proof or dog-proof your screen door. Ganyan. And then you're not following on the leash. This is uh, very common. Pero guys, when your dog's not following you on the leash, meaning they have learned this behavior probably when they were puppies pa. Because okay, um, during puppyhood, they are not just going to just pull and pull and pull. There's that tendency, but you can easily overpower them. And then you can easily mold the behavior. Sabi nga, puppies are sponges. Yes, that's true. That's partly true. However, it's also an opportunity for you to just train them. And then, again, if you get it from a breeder, na ang litter niya is mataas talaga, yung tendency na mag-pull, then genetically, then you have a puller. And sabi mo nga eh, you can't fight genetics. Diba? You can only harness it and then try to re- redirect it kasi yun talaga natural tendency nila. Okay? And sabi dito, he, dra- he tries to drag the person where he wants to go. Alright, so what does that mean? Usually, hindi lang naman corgi. Eh. Most dogs, especially the bigger ones, they would really pull Okay, and then when it comes to pulling, guys, I do not recommend harnesses okay? unless this is my personal preferences. Because I've been speaking to a lot of trainers, sila ayon nila ng 
regular flat collar say it uh, meron daw tendency damage sa trachea that's why they're using harnesses pero para sa akin thinking of the Filipino psyche okay mainipin tayo eh parang if we don't get what we want minsan nagreklamo tayo or sometimes we just give up so i don't want that that's why i'm trying to find a balance between what works and what is safe for the dog so i ako personally i do not recommend harnesses I'd rather want to use a flat collar, buckled type, yung pang belt. Let's not buy those flimsy uh, buckles made out of plastic na easy clip on and clip off buckles. Kasi if they break, then bye-bye dog. And well, you can just imagine what happens if your dog gets run over. And usually it's not the fault of the, you know, the vehicle unless natalagang sinadya na talaga. But if you have a dog that's running in front of the vehicle and the vehicle is uh, running a little bit faster than usual, or maybe they won't have enough reaction time, then that's why a nice, good quality collar is really important. And then you have to use positive reinforcement, try to find out what triggers the dog. And then when you're walking, hindi natin recommend na lang sila sa side. When you walk, guys, when you're walking out with your dog, it should be a sniffing walk. Okay? So let the dog sniff, then walk a little bit, diba? encourage the dog to follow you, you stop, and then let them sniff. So it should be what we call, or I call, a sniffing walk. All right. All right. So let's go on to the next case. Mix, mixed breed dog. Okay. All right, and then four months, female, and not uh, has not bitten anyone. And here is the case. Hi, my dog is very energetic to the point that she gets too aggressive when she's excited. When we come home, she jumps up and down, bites our shoes or ankles, play biting, I guess, and often leaves us with scratch marks all over our legs. When around other dogs, she is very loud and sometimes fights with them. At home, she can't get along any of our dogs, but is well with my family members. Furthermore, when we try to pet her, she is okay for a few minutes, but gets very aggressive and tries to bite us after. She is also very aggressive growls when needing to poop or after pooping. All right, so that is really interesting if you ask me. <laughs> All right, so I thought, I thought, so. nothing well, uh, at least the attack is energetic dog. You have to think, Muna, bucket energetic and asthma. What's going on? Okay, and then again, we always go back. I see mixed dog breed dog, it could be genetics. Okay, so establish natin it might be genetic. What do we do next? Okay, we then try to go on to the details. Of course, we're just asking these questions, but without really seeing the dog, it's really hard to give advice. No, yun aggression at four months, hindi normal ito na aggression. It could be na tinatawag ng mga pet parents na aggressive yun aso, pero hindi siya talaga aggressive. Okay? Bakana naman, ang nangyari talang dito is the dog is just super excited and it appears aggressive, or maybe your dog is Yung, yung sinabi niya dito, play biting. Okay? A lot of play biting 
scenarios are tagged as aggressive or reactive just because the pet parents are not really sure about the body language of their dog. Or maybe you're a first-time dog owner and that's what's going on. About, oh my God, my dog is aggressive. My dog is trying to bite my fingers. I'm trying to bite my shoes, my nails. My nails, sorry. Nails, okay. Nails, okay. My shoes, my ankles. And then uh, often leaves us uh, scratch marks all over. And this is really normal for a puppy. Especially if you don't really clip your nails. All right. Then, siempre, if you've had a puppy, if they are below six months, uh, they will still have their milk teeth. About their puppy teeth. And they don't have bite power. They can't pierce through skin too much. Because they don't have biting power. However, because they are sharp as knives. And you can get scratches all over. And lately, I know, pag meron ng puppy na ganun kalalikod, I wear a jacket just to protect my arms. O kaya naman, I have bite sleeves. Uh, I purchased a bite sleeve online and then I have been using it ever since. Kasi for the longest time, I had scratches all over my arms. Nakakasawa um, din ma magalusan. Never been bitten though. Di ba? Hindi naman However, uh, the scratches is usually what takes the cake. In these cases, pag malagot yung aso. You might not get bit, pero yung mga nails nila is still sharp there. Yung mga biting din ng mga puppies kasi, again, if this is a phase. This is something that's really normal. Pero pag hindi nyo dinevelop behavior, good behavior, while young, um, it can develop into something that is really something that you do not want. All right. So shout out to to Patricia Aguinaldo, my mother-in-law, and to MJ Lorenzo. Hello. Thank you for tuning in, guys. All right. So yon ano ba yung advice natin dito? I don't think this is aggressive. Okay? Medyo mahaba-haba lang yun, yung question. Pero I don't think this is aggression. This is something that you need to work on during puppyhood. Okay? Alright. So, and yan. Yun nangyayari kasi, sa mga, lalo na lang sa first-time dog owners. For, for the puppies, we think that's aggression. Okay? Pero more commonly... That is just the dog being a puppy. Kailangan nyo dito training. Anong klaseng training? Coach, meron ba kayong klaseng training? You know what, guys? Ito. Before we go on a break. Ano lang, i-announce ko lang na meron tayong, ano, meron na tayong newly launched puppy kindergarten class online. Yes, online. So how does it work? Well, it's like attending class here in school. Pero everything is done virtual. How about that? Okay, so we do it virtual. So all you have to do is get in touch with our office. Okay, you can message me on Instagram or on our Facebook page, or you can also text our social well text our phone number at zero nine one seven eight three nine three six four seven, and then once you inquire, we'll send you the rates and then how to enroll. And of hindi lang naman puppy kindergarten class online. Meron tayong ibang programs. But we're just really excited with the puppy kindergarten class online because this is going to be done in a virtual classroom. We are able to cater anywhere you are as long as you have a internet connection. So magkakaroon tayo ng web-based classroom setting and uh, 
So whether you're in Luzon, you're in Visayas, or in Mindanao, or maybe you're an OFW na gusto mo meron kang local trainer from the Philippines, okay? So you can also enroll wherever you are. Basta pasok lang sa schedule natin. This is a regular class, pero virtual nga lang. So dahil we're still following the physical distancing, you know what? Again, we call it physical distancing kasi ayaw natin tawag na social. Okay? We're trying to reach out. You just reached out to us then. Uh, yung nga lang, wala nga lang physical. Okay? So, yan. Poppy kindergarten class online. It's gonna be the first, I think, in the Philippines and we're trying to adopt. I'm sure meron ng gagaya ng iba. Meron na rin susunod. Pero, hey guys, tayo mauna, enroll yung... Uh, as namin uh, naka-enroll before. Ayan, katulad ni, ano, naka-enroll to, si Miss Darlene Tan Salazar, a really wonderful wedding coordinator and uh, wedding host. Okay? So, naka-enroll siya. So, ang mangyayari is uh, we're converting everything uh, online and uh, hopefully we are still able to reach as many dogs and help out as many families. And then, ang maganda talaga dito is it's gonna the the pricing is gonna be lower than the regular class, okay? Because mas makaka-accommodate tayo ng mas maraming tao, okay? So I think uh, you'd be interested to enroll. Uh, sabi nga natin, puppy kindergarten class. So if your dog is below six months, then you are encouraged to enroll, okay? Yan yung mga pwede natin gawin. And... Well, again, you have to get in touch with us and reserve your slot. Kasi hindi naman pwedeng 100 yan. Kasi limited pa din yung gagawin natin. Because we still want to ensure that our quality is still a priority. And uh, matututukan din namin kayo. Even though it's going to be a virtual classroom. Alright? So there. If you have any questions, please comment down below. Or send us your messages through our... Facebook or Instagram or maybe on our YouTube comment section. All right. So first, before we go on with the program, meron muna akong gustong kwento sa inyo. Meron muna akong basahin inyo. Have you heard of yung podcast na pwede niyong pakinggan sa Podcast Network Asia? Ano to? Ako, napakatagal nito. Ito gusto ko talagang pakinggan to. Honestly, kasi minsan we get so... Ano na, infused to the American language. Ayan, napapainglis na naman ako. Teka lang, kailangan magdagalog ako dito. No? Para saan pa naman yung nag, nag teatro-teatro pa ako dati. Medyo nabubulog ako. No? So, pero ito, so talagang pakinggan po guys. So you can also watch this or listen to this podcast. It's called Mga Teorya ng Pagkahulog. Diba? Ano bang English niya? Nanghirap naman na. Alright. Kay ganda ng panitigang sa piling atin, halikat, pakinggan natin ang panukala ng mayakdang si Edgar Calabria Samar ukol sa panitikan at panunulat at ang interseksyon ng sining na ito sa pang-araw-araw na buhay natin. Mga teorya ng pagkahulog. Alright, yan. So you might want to listen to that. Okay, ito naman si Coach English kasi ng English. Eh. You know what? Ang hirap eh. Nahihirapan ako. Pag minsan, English, dapat English lang. Pero pag Tagalog, Tagalog lang. Pag pinaghahalo-halo mo, ang hirap, no? Medyo konyo yung dati. Alright. Another thing that you would want to probably listen to, especially if 
you are a parent, okay? Not just a pet parent, but when I say a human parent, you might want to look into parenting. Why? Because parents face many challenges. They have to make sure their child is happy and healthy. And on top of all that, take on work and household duties as well. If you're looking for advice to overcome these hurdles, come and listen to Parenting, hosted by Jelly Victor and JC Alelis. Get to know the stories of real parents and how they step up to play off parenthood. Yeah, so Parenting and the landscape of our economy is constantly changing. Continue the learning process and listen to First Metrosec, your weekly investing and trading podcast. Put hashtag your future first and get in the know about the Philippine stock market has going on with First Metrosec. All right. So back to the podcast, we're going to be answering a few more questions on our comment section. And of course, we have our list of cases that we would like to discuss to you. We have a, probably around 500 cases open. Well, open meaning we have a lot of cases that we can read out to you. But as we go on with the show and on future episodes, uh, Dog Behind the Human, the Ask Dog Coach episode. All right. So... Let's check on the comment section. A while ago, this question was given by Daryl Dan. Balance or positive-only training on, G- uh, on GSD? Okay, so let me just for discuss. First, discuss na ang balance. What does balance mean? Balance meaning you're using a mix of aversive and positive or force-free training. So my take on that is you don't need balance. Because when you say balance, the the concept or the theory is really more on the alpha and uh, dominance-based approach. And we know now, science has proven over and over again that aversion is not really the way to go, especially for GSTs. Now, the thing about GSTs is these are hardy dogs. They can tolerate pain and uh, aversion and if you mess it up then you might have an aggressive dog or maybe a dog that does not like training so we still recommend using positive uh, training approach however does this version work yes it does work however we just want to focus on positive reinforcement maybe if you're really really a good handler or trainer of your own dog, you might not need to use aversion, okay? The word here is we're looking for setting the dog up for success. We don't want the dog to be forced into doing something. What we want is we want them to like doing what they they need to do or what they're learning. So there. So I hope I answered your question, Daryl. Another question is coming from Lou, Danazo, Solita, and Lou, Louis. Okay, that's Louis Dagazo Zolita. Louis says, hello, is it okay if I will not give a chance my female for mating? All right. Yeah, it's okay. I mean, dogs don't really know what, what it is. Um, it doesn't mean anything. It is something uh, biological. Yeah, they want to be mated, uh, especially if a female dog is in 
in their heat cycle, which happens probably once or twice a year. That's the only time that they want to be mated and they can get pregnant. And that during this time, they are producing a lot of pheromones. Okay, I mean, male dogs, everybody's just flocking and uh, trying to find where the scent is. So is it okay? Yes. And you might want to consider spaying your dog because the threat of pyometra or a swollen uterus is real. We had a dog, Sophie, and she's already 11 years old now. When she was a year and a half or probably close to two years, I think. I think it's a year and a half. She developed pyometra and we have to do an emergency spay on her. Okay, Serena, my dog, a golden retriever, was also spayed. If you think about it, most of my dogs are spayed and uh, neutered. And that's because we want to make sure that their reproductive their reproductive system is healthy. They don't need to use it, man. So neutering and spaying is important. Meron naman sinasabi na parang, hey, well, pwede ko ba siyang imate muna just to keep her healthy? Well, you can and you may. However, again, it doesn't guarantee that your dog is going to be safe from prostate or from pyometra. There you go. I hope you, I answered your question, Lou. All right. Okay. So here, let's move on to the next uh, next case. Let's look for something that's really interesting. All right. So here, all right. It's an American bully, a one year and four months American bully. This dog has been uh, neutered and has bitten humans. All right. This is going to be interesting. All right. So let's read the case file. My dog doesn't like strangers or humans. He's already tagged in his head as unlockable. For instance, when we're in the elevator or walking him, in the streets, he will jump, growl, and attack innocent bystanders. When we're at home, he will do the same with visitors and try to attack or bite them. We've done multiple training sessions with him and visitors, but the results are always the same. No amount of calming treats giving has changed his behavior. While he is very friendly with other animals and dogs, he doesn't like humans and seem to get extra territorial around his family. Another problem I've been having is with the destructive chewing. Not only has he damaged the interiors of my car or furnitures at home, but has now also started chewing or gnawing on the walls inside my apartment and scratching the kitchen cabinet doors in the area that I've section him off. I can't seem to leave him alone because he destroys everything even when he has his own toys with him. There you go. So, medyo, ano, medyo mahirap yung mga gantong classing case kasi it involves biting already. Okay? So, ano ba marerecommend natin dito? Dun sa bite, meron kasi tayong tinatawag ng bite scale. So, usually, it scales from 1 to 5. So, one, ito yung mga no bite talaga, pero meron pinapakitang parang tendency na gusto niyong mag-bite. Yun dun sa, sa two, meron ng bite, pero this is usually done with the interaction interaction ng, ng small dog and then making a an accidental scrape, pero there's no vertical puncture wound. Ganon. Or kung meron man, it's because na umiwas yun hand ng 
human and then got bitten accidentally. And yun pangatlo, ito yung talagang bite talaga. No? Tapos, um, it's a deeper, probably half of the dog's canine teeth. Dun sa four naman, meron ng multiple bites. Tapos, medyo mas malalim dot, mas malala. And number five, uh, the dog has bitten or killed another dog or probably um, hospitalized a a human. So, ganun yung bite skill na sinusunod natin. Okay? So, you can check that out if your dog has aggression or you think your dog has has aggression, reactivity, and uh, is biting. You might want to check out Google nyo. Yung official bite scale ni Dr. Ian Dunbar. So, hanapin nyo yan. Bite scale, Dr. Ian Dunbar. So, meron siyang ginawang bite scale which we do follow and which we do recommend as a gauge. So, you might want to check that out. So, ang gagawin natin dito sa mga ganitong klaseng cases is kailangan natin ng owner commitment kasi it's not gonna take just one training session. It's not gonna take just one month training. Sometimes it becomes a lifetime of uh, management and uh, continuous training. A lot of people have issues or probably anong nangyayari, it's not the dog that's giving up. It's the owner giving up on the dog. Minsan tatanggap na lang. I mean, you can do that. that pwede nyo tanggapin, yes, my dog is aggressive. Pero do not stop trying to manage and then trying to fix the issue. Kasi at some point, hey, your dog's gonna grow old. Maybe and with enough training and enough sessions, your dog will be the dog that you want. Okay? Pero especially when they're young, there's still a lot of life left onto a dog. Uh, your training is uh, gonna work out somehow. Okay? So, meron kasing mga, ano, meron kinomen si Irene sa akin dito. Pinaremind niya. Yes, meron isang, ano, meron natanggap kami na information dati na parang one session lang. Okay? Magaling yung trainer eh. One session lang. Solve na yung aso mo. Okay? So, guys, if it's too good to be true, it's probably not true. Ganun <laughs> All right, nako meron tayong makukuhang basher dito sa show na to. Okay. So, ito real talk lang naman. We fo- we focus on science and we try to be re- realistic. Okay? Meron ang konting na, konting rat lang ha. Meron gusto magpa-train ng aso sa atin. Pero yung puppy niya, 4 months pa lang. So, walang problema kasi 4 months pa lang. Pero she does not want to sign any kind of waiver or contract. Parang okay naman daw, pero bakit sinasabi mong you do not guarantee anything and then if something happens, parang you're not going to be liable for it. Kaya nga tayo gumagamit ng positive reinforcement eh. Kasi we want to make sure that we want to be as safe as much as possible to your dog. Pero at some point, something's going to happen. Maybe accident will happen, especially when they're playing other dogs. So we're trying to inform you na parang, hey, it's like sending a kid to school. Okay. The school is going to try to protect your kid as much as possible. Pero accidents may or may not happen. And you cannot go on blaming the school for that. Diba? So, siyempre, sabi namin, well, if you don't want to sign the contract, go ahead. You can find another trainer. Pero the reason that we do not guarantee anything because it's a dog. They have their own mind. And that's why we use science to convince them and try to shape the behavior. 
Okay. I have seven dogs and most of them are really well trained. Okay. So, yun, konting rant lang. You have to understand your dog is still a dog. It's not a human. Oo nga pala, yun. Magandang point na sinabi sa akin. Kinausap ko yung isang client ko kanina. Sabi niya, alam mo coach, wala rin naman guarantee na safe yung dog mo dun sa bahay mo eh. Pwede magkasakit yung bahay mo sa bahay. Ay, magkasakit yung bahay. Magkasakit yung aso mo sa bahay. Diba? Pwede pang yung dog mo yung mag-cause ng problem with the family members. Kaya nga katulad ng case na to, di ba? So, kung tutuusin, isolating your dog, trying to protect your dog from other dogs or humans might cause a lot more problems or issues without you knowing. And real talk lang. Okay? Ayan. Coach, question mo, nagagalit ka na. Hindi, hindi. Nagpapaliwanag lang. Okay? There you go. And I love na parang we are building this community here We really want to hear your voice, okay? And if you want to share something, well, or you want us to talk about something, we are here, okay? I am here. I'm going to be on your side. Maybe we have differences. Maybe hindi tayo magkakasundo. Hey, fine. I would like to learn from you as well, okay? Hindi pwedeng one-sided because science does not work that way. Science says it needs to be challenged until you are proven wrong. Or maybe you are proven correct. All right, let's go on to our Facebook comments and live. Thank you to Errol Senko Manapet, who's watching. We have uh, Henry Casal. Hello to you too. Myla Trulio Bukirin. Hello, Myla. I hope you can come back and join us again on next week's episode. And Ben Pads. And of course, Stephanie Lorenzo. Thank you so much for watching. Guys, you can also comment, okay, if you want to ask questions, and as well as share this to your dog group, maybe, okay? All right, so let's move on. Siguro tama na for the Ask Dog Coach. Uh, we'll try this again next week kasi ang dami natin napapag-usapan just by talking about these cases na hinahandle natin dito. All right, so now it's time for the Barking News. All right. So for the barking news, this is a follow-up report on Augie, the golden retriever that went viral as he celebrated his 20th birthday, making him the oldest golden retriever in the world. He celebrated his 20th last April 20th. There you go, 2020. Cool. Augie is based in Tennessee and was actually rescued when he was 14 years old by couples Jennifer and her husband, Steve Heather Shit. Did I say that right? Steve na lang. Let me try to. Heather Scheidt? I don't know. Sorry, Steve. I'm murdering your last name. It's super difficult. Okay? Maybe you guys can pronounce this for me. All right. Going on with the news. They thought that many people wouldn't want to take care in a senior dog, knowing that most Goldens don't even live to 14. Oh. They were in for a wonderful surprise. Recently, the couple was interviewed by Dr. Karen Becker and Rodney Habib. Hey, you guys should follow Dr. Karen Becker. Okay, wonderful people have tons of information. Uh, even I do learn from him a lot. They asked uh, what could be August's secret to longevity. The couple contributed, contributed or attributed it first 
two jeans. Told you it's very, very important. Huggy, the couple told in the interview, eats anything. But they do watch his diet. But uh, among her favorite are banana and blueberries. They also added the that sleeps a lot now. And when they first caught her, she loved swimming and she exercised a lot and was never overweight. Oh my goodness. So I mean, this is something that's really important. Uh, I need to also lose weight myself, by the way. Now being retired, they live in an RV and travel across the U.S. So Augie meets a lot of dogs. Happy birthday, Augie. Stay healthy and happy. All right. So on another news from ScienceAlert.com, scientists show how to calculate your dog's human age. And it's not surprising. A multiple of seven. There you go. So written by uh, David Neal on July 3rd, 2020, the news article uh, says, the conventional wisdom for working out how old your dog is in human terms is to multiple the dog's age by seven, something experts have previously debunked. Now researchers think they've landed on an alternative method that's uh, much more accurate. Part of the problem with the multiple, multiply by seven rule is that canines and human beings don't age at the same rate. So a graph plotting human age versus dog age shouldn't show a perfectly straight line. The new formula shows dogs reaching maturity more quickly than we do and spending more of their time in old age, whereas a two-year-old dog could be around 40 in human years. For example, a four-year-old dog is the equivalent of a person aged just over 50. To work it out yourself, you need to multiply the natural logarithm of a dog's age by 16, then add 31 that will give you equivalent in human years. Pero kung ako sa inyo, tignan nyo na lang sa internet, meron mga chart. Okay, siguro updated na yung mga yun. It's math. I don't think people would really want to do this. But anyway, so there you go. So that's one thing you could do. And um, this makes sense when you think about it. After all, a nine-month-old dog can have puppies. So we already knew that the one is to seven ratio wasn't an accurate measure of age, says bioengineer Cray Idecker from the University of California, San Diego. This updated calculation method is based on studies in the emerging field of epigenetics, the way that genes can be switched on and off without affecting the underlying DNA. This new method still isn't perfect, but it looks to be an important or improvement over old times by seven rule. As dogs live so closely with us, they're often exposed to the same environmental conditions and healthcare. And so a better understanding of their aging process could help vets prescribe more suitable treatments, as well as perhaps helping us to understand that our pets aren't as young as they used to be. There you go. Thank you so much. And that is our Barking News for today. All right, and 
All right. Shout out to John Joffrey. He is currently watching the live stream. Thank you so much for watching, John. And well, as we near the end of the road, it's been a wonderful journey trying to increase our community here and our podcast. And we are super thankful that there are more people subscribing on to Spotify and other podcast platforms out there. So again, we can you can reach us to, of course, Mas Maganda if you just follow us on Spotify. And then uh, you can also try it out if you're on Apple. You can use Apple Podcasts if you're on Android or Google. So you can also use Google Podcasts. We have Anchor. We have RadioCast. And many mga platforms na available. So it's being syndicated around all podcast platforms. Again, this is brought to you by Podcast Network Asia. And we are powered by Podmetrics. There you go. Sino pa ba yung mga nanonood? Uh, quick shout out muna tayo. We have Yvonne Josh Bautista, who's also watching. Thank you so much for joining us. Sino pa ba mga nanonood? Well, everybody who is who has joined us uh, today. So we really appreciate you joining me. All right. And of course, in the background, we have Nikai, who is going to be editing. And she's doing a wonderful job uploading our podcast and distributing it uh, for us. And then making all the graphics and making sure that we have a good podcast for everybody. So shout out to her. All right. And... Before we end the show, let's go on the with our dog coat. Thank God. Dog coat. Dog coat. Yeah. Dog coat. Iba yung coat na yun yung sinusuot. Okay. Iba hindi naman dog coach. Okay. Yan. Madalas kasi tinatawag tayo dog coats. Minsan papagalan nila akong vet. It's called dog coach. Yan. Dog coach. All right. Anyway, so. All right, so our dog coat for this episode is from Roger Carras. And it goes, if you don't own a dog, at least one, there is necessarily, there is not necessarily anything wrong with you, but there may be something wrong with your life. So that's from Roger Carras. Again, it says, if you don't own dog, at least one, there is not necessarily anything wrong with you, but there may be something wrong with your life. You guys, thank you so much for joining me on this podcast. See you again next time. Like I always say, stay safe, stay healthy, and don't forget to pet your dog. Bye.